like I said, we're going to pick up in chapter 23, or chapter 23, in verse 23 of chapter 18 here in Genesis. Um, and uh, we'll kind of review a little bit of what was uh, said last week. And if you have any extra additional comments that you might have thought of over this past week, um, or might have done some more study on or what have you, we can we'll open it up for you as well. But it'll, like I said, remind us of what's going on here and, and put us in the right frame of mind as we continue out the rest of this chapter and on into the next. <clears throat> so starting in verse 23 of chapter 18, we find, And Abraham came near and said, you know, I'm going to read verse 22 as well. <clears throat> it says, Then the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked so that the righteous should be as the wicked Far be it from you, shall not the judge of all the earth do right. Now, like I said, last week we had gone over this you know, section here of Scripture. And, and <clears throat> for those of you that, that might not have been here uh, or trying to remember what's going on here, uh, the, the three men that came to visit Abraham, as we'll as we see, one of them is definitely a, a higher power than the other two that are just uh, angels as well. And, uh, and he's, he's, the one he's talking to here is the one of higher power is the two that in verse 22 there says that the other two had went away towards Sodom. Uh, those were the, um, the two angels that we'll read about in chapter 19 uh, further. But the one that stayed back... Um, is practically God in the flesh, or might consider it as the pre-incarnated Christ. Um, so Abraham's sitting here speaking to him directly, but uh, just prior to this, uh, he had let them know that of what they were doing as far as what they were going down to Sodom to do. And, uh, and so Abraham here uh, comes back and, and basically uh, makes a statement that, uh, as far as Destroying the righteous with the wicked, you know how how uh, how unjustly that would be, and and we had talked last week about how of a, of a bold statement this was, especially here in verse twenty five that Abraham was speaking towards uh, the Lord here, and uh, and I tell you one of the comments that I thought was 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 very good. I think it was Karen that had made mention of it. Was talking about how it shows how close a relationship that Abraham and God had that he could say this and, uh, and to say this to him without you know, fear. Now, I mean, he does this out of, you know, it, it, from the sounds of it, you know, when you read it at first glance, it sounds like he's almost getting on to the Lord, but at the same time, He's showing humbleness, as we'll see in the next set of verses here, uh, as he comes before the Lord continually. But 
Any other thoughts or comments, though, before we continue on in here? I know that there were other good comments that were made last week. That's one that's really kind of stuck with me uh, throughout the week. Um, but, all right, so going off of that, I started, we're going to go, <clears throat> and we're just going to read through uh, verse 32, so 26 through 32 real quick, of chapter 18 of Genesis here. And now remember, he, he starts off at the 50 and says, you know, would you spare the city uh, for 50 righteous? Verse 26 starts off and says, so the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Then Abraham answered and said, indeed now I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. See, here's where he's showing your complete humbleness and humility as far as who he is and who he's speaking to. Uh, Verse 28 continues on and says, Suppose there were five less than 50 righteous. Would you destroy all the city for the lack of five? So he said, If I find 45 there, I, I will not destroy it. And he spoke to him yet again and said, Suppose there be 40 found. There, So he said, I will not do it for the sake of 40. Then he said, let, there, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. So he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. And he said, indeed, now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 20. Then he said, let me... Let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak but once more. Suppose ten should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of ten. I don't know why this has hit me, but I'm not too sure of what the size of the city of Sodom would have been at of at this time. You know, I don't, as far as numeric, numerically, I don't know what kind of size we're looking at here. I should have looked into that, and for some reason I didn't think about that until just now. But um, but anyhow, Abraham starts off at 50. Now, something that I had read um, earlier had made mention of that, that this is just basically back in, in, in times of negotiations uh, such as this. Uh, it was said that negotiations would start off to where you'd have uh, two people and one of them would you know, the, the buyer, in a sense, would, would throw out a number to where the seller would come back at a, at a higher number, and then they'd keep going back and forth, uh, negotiating until they agreed upon a price. And it had also made mention that during this time period, in the negotiation period, that going back on the number was you know, unheard of. You just didn't do that. You know, and, I mean, we do that even now today, uh, if you think about it, you know, say you go out and, and buy a, a, a car or what have you, you know, you go out there and they have a price listed and so you offer them a lower price and they come back at you know, a price in between that and you just keep going back and forth or what have you. If you just really think it's a good deal, you just buy it. But anyhow, a lot of times we'll see negotiation going on even today. Um, but, you know, whether or not this was a thought process of Abraham or not, whether or not he 
threw out the 50, expecting the Lord to say, well, I don't know about 50, but, you know, maybe 60, you know, and I don't, I don't know if that was really his thought process, uh, but I did think it was interesting when I read upon that and thought I'd share it with you guys, but I do find it very interesting here on how that he went from 50 all the way down to 10, and, uh, and the Lord continually, you know, agreeing, yes, 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 but once again, though, you see, you know, how um, humble Abraham is in, in the way that he speaks, you know, uh, like I said in verse 27 there when it talks about how that I am but dust and ashes, uh, you're speaking to you ultimately. Uh, later on, <clears throat> he, he once again uh, uh, shows how shows how he's he's truly blessed to be able to just stand here and, and, and petition against a city. Uh, once again, though, also like what was made mention of last week, also showing the love that Abraham had uh, for all people, uh, even even in this wicked city, uh, him showing love towards them and trying to, to stand up for them and say, well, you know, what if there was this many? What if there was this many? What if there was this many? And continually trying to to get the Lord to save the city. Steve? But believe in, in, uh, in the fact that, that there was that many righteous? Yeah. Could be. Very well could be. Might have been thinking about it. I thought, well, you know, what if, what if, there, was, if there wasn't quite 50, you know? Yeah, it could be. Jim? It, it very well could be. It could be that he was just so humiliated in a sense that he's gone from 50 all the way down to 10 that he just... Yeah, I just can't even speak up again, you know? <laughs> right. So in case you didn't hear Karen, she said, I guess you just hit it on Google there. All right, so hit it on Google just out of curiosity to see the size of Sodom, and, and they said it was how many acres, you say? All right. Right, and that so that's just specifically Sodom, not necessarily Gomorrah, the other cities around it. Uh, Jeff? Well, I, I didn't think about it in that standpoint, but yeah, so I mean, could have been that Abraham was, in a sense, testing the waters, I guess you can say, to see what the, the lowest number would be that, that he would take. Well, we see that, that he ultimately agreed upon uh, the lowest price there as far as 10. <coughs> and, uh, and in verse 33, it says, so the Lord went, went his way. As soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. So remember, he had walked upon <clears throat> or walked um, with these three men as they were leaving uh, Abraham's place, and they had walked a little ways off. Um, uh, uh, something that I'd read as well um, had made mention of they had and I forget the name of the place, but there was a place that was about three or four miles away from where Abraham would have been staying that you could have physically had looked upon and seen uh, uh, Sodom possibly, or at least to some extent Sodom uh, in that direction. That might have been where they were uh, discussing this. Don't know that for sure, just throwing that out there. But Abraham had, had went back to his place, and the Lord had went, went away. So, as we finish up chapter 18 there, any thoughts or comments as we talk about uh, 
that discussion as far as them um, having this negotiation in a sense, but it was, really wasn't a negotiation. It was more or less Abraham just continually dropping the number and dropping and dropping and dropping. A plea? Absolutely. I, I would agree with that. Abraham pleading for the, the city of Sodom, you know, trying to get him to, to think twice about uh, destroying this town. Absolutely. All right. Well, as we go on over into chapter 19, we'll find the, we'll pick up on the two angels that left back in um, verse 22 of chapter 18. And the first three verses here says, Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of, the, of Sodom. When Lot <clears throat> saw them, he rose to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face to the, toward the ground. And he said, Here now, my lords, please turn in to your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise early and go on your way. And they said, No, but we will spend the night in the open square. But he insisted strongly. So they turned into him and entered his house. Then he made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. I tell you, just in that last part, these these guys are eating good, aren't they? I mean, that, that's Abraham fed them well, now Lot's feeding them good. You know, and it even says that Lot fed them a feast. But getting back to verse 1 here, it talks about how the two angels had come down to the Sodom in the evening, uh, making it seem like this was the same day as... Um, as when they had left uh, a- uh, Abraham's place. Now, an interesting thought here uh, from what I had read. Let's see if I marked it down. I didn't mark the distance down, but I want to say they said the distance would have been about 40 miles uh, from the place that Abram would have been at, or Abraham, I keep calling him Abram, the place that Abraham would have been at to where Sodom's at, um, which... I didn't really do the math as far as how many miles that would be or and, and how far you typically travel within an hour's worth of time or what have you, but you're, it was already you're midday in a sense when they had left um, Abraham's place and then going down to Sodom. And so, like I said, the commentary made mention that it would have been about a two-day trip to get there. Now, I don't know about that. I don't. Like I said, I didn't do the math on that or figure it up or try to figure out how many, how long it was going to really take. But remember, these are angels. And from the verbiage here, it almost sounds like it was the same day, which is what I've always interpreted it as, you know, unless you all know something different. Um, but that being the case, it could have been they just kind of you know, made it down there. Even though if, if it would have taken two days, they just kind of showed up there in the evening and... Uh, it went on in. Uh, Jim, do you have something on that? Uh, but to go along with that progression, though, that Jim was talking about as far as Lot goes, on how that he pitched his tent towards Sodom, now he's got a house within the city. But we also find that he was sitting uh, at the gate or in the gate of the city. And um, something that, that I had actually uh, put down in here that, that 
came out of a book that I was reading, uh, had made mention that said, in ancient times, the city gates functioned as courthouses, towns, and community centers. But usually the people, and so the people that would be sitting at the gate would usually be leaders or prominent uh, people within the city. Uh, now, it could be that his, his popularity might have come from when uh, his uncle had come and saved uh, them from Catalamer uh, and the kings of the east when they had come over and battled against them and taken them into captivity and taken all the, the plunder of the land. And Abraham had went up with, uh, with his men and, and others to go up and fight against Catalamer and taken, taken him over and brought back all the plunder and all the people that were taken into captivity. And it could be that because of that is why uh, he might have rose up into prominence and within the city. Uh, don't know, but at the same time, here we have this evil city that obviously didn't even have 10 righteous people within it and Lot sitting at the gate. But once again, we do see that even though he was sitting upon this gate and, uh, and within this wicked city, he still doesn't lose his, his sense of, of righteousness uh, as far as being able to take them in, to want to uh, house them, to wash their feet, to give them a, a, a meal and a place to rest, uh, which is something that, that was customary or, or what have you at the time and, and really needed to be done because there wasn't you know, hotels or what have you that they could go check into. And uh, another interesting aspect is how that he had to plead with these angels to come into his house. They were just going to, no, nah, we're just going to stay out here in the open square. Yeah. He's like, but obviously Lot, knowing the men of the town, you're just really pleaded with them to come into his house that he, uh, that he take care of them uh, for that evening. It very well could be. Um, and you know, not to mention, he's got several years in here you know he knows these people pretty well um what have you so that's a very good point for when we get later on how reluctant he was to leave absolutely and that's a good point as he was sitting there and maybe even in a government position that he was trying to to do this in a righteous way trying to bring the people back um trying to show them their wickedness as we see, <coughs> as we see in just a little bit, uh, when he walks in, or steps out to speak to the people when they come to his house, he he begs for them to to not do such a, a wicked thing or an evil thing. I forget how it's worded exactly right now, but uh, he begs with them not to do something so wickedly. Uh, but yes, absolutely, it could be that he was there trying to change it. Any other thoughts or comments? Mike? Well, to some, some extent, until they, got in his, until they got in his way, in their way, we'll see that in just a minute. But yes, um, right, they, unless he had power, why didn't they come for Lot? Exactly, that's a good point as far as you know, how Lot was able to stay truthful or to stay uh, righteous within the city. All right, very good comments. Anything else? All right, well, let's look at the next set. <clears throat> We're going to go from verses 4 to 8, uh, and then we'll 
I've got a fair amount of comments here. All right, four to eight. Now, before they lay down, the men, now remember, this is, they're in Lot's house here. They, they've just eaten and, and cleaned up. Verse 4 says, Now, before they laid down, the men of the city, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. And they called to Lot and said to him, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out and let us know them, that we may know them carnally. Now, my, my version has carnally there. A lot of versions just say that we may know them. Some of them, some versions actually say that we may uh, uh, have sexual relations with them. Uh, but we'll get back to that in just a minute. Verse 6 says, So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him, and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See now, I have had two daughters, or I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let them let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. All right. So just kind of starting from the backside there uh, real quick, and I'll, move, I'll pull back to the front. But Lot makes very clearly here at the end of verse 8, this is why he brought these men to his house. He wanted them to be safe. This is why he did not want them to spend the night in the open square, because he knew uh, the wickedness that was going to go on here. Um, as I made mentioned last week, Really, the only way that Lot would have known this is if this would have happened before in the past. Uh, as far as your visitors coming into the city or what have you, uh, whether or not they tore him out of his house, I don't really think that really happened. But maybe they, he just let them stay in the open square at that time. I don't know. But regardless, <clears throat> Lot knew that this was a problem, that this was going to happen, and that's why he wanted them to come into his house. But going back up to verse 4, though, it makes mention of how that all the men, young and old, uh, from every quarter of the city, uh, had come up to Lot's house. They all knew that these two visitors, these two out-of-towners, were were staying in Lot's house. And uh, and they came out to him in in verse 5 and said, bring them out, let us have them, that we may know them. Like I said... Uh, when reading this at the end of verse 5, my version, I've got the New King James Version, says carnally. Uh, I know the King James Version says, just says to know them. seems like there's another version that says just to know them. I can't remember, can't remember if that was uh, ESV or the, I want to say international says uh, something about knowing them sexually. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's always... Uh, Intrigued me as well as far as why he would offer his daughters up. Uh, there's another aspect to that that, that kind of intrigues me as well, but I was going to get into that in a little bit. But yes, the um, as far as why he offers the daughters up, I'd actually uh, had that thought in my head as well as far as, well, maybe he didn't, he knew that they wouldn't take them because of, of how, how they've gotten. Um, but yes, 
I'm not 100% sure as far as why he offered them up. Okay. And then, and now, I mean, that latter part, you I can see that pretty good, I guess, as far as the custom of, of protecting the guests for the latter part. Now, and Mike, I know you've got something to say, but I just wanted to say something real quick because I was going to get into this later on, but I'm going to go ahead and get into it now. As far as how it talks about the, uh, the, the daughters that have, had no, have not known a man, uh, and later on we, talk, we see the sons-in-laws uh, as far as uh, that part. Is that what you were going to talk about, Mike? Okay. Um, uh, the sons-in-laws, but if you, and I know I'm going to skip ahead real quick here, but when we go down, in verse 12, and this is, this is the, the angel speaking now. I mean, this is, these are heavenly guests. They, they knew uh, Lot's situation. They knew uh, who all would have been in the city uh, with Lot. The, the angels say to Lot, says, Have you anyone else here, son-in-law, your sons, your daughters? All right, so, and I never really thought about this. 100% too much, but it could be that Lot had sons. He had other daughters other than the two that were there within the house with him and um, with and other daughters that were married who would have also had son. So therefore, he would have had son-in-laws as well. So, and the reason I point that out is because of your, what you were saying as far as your, your uh, comments there as far as your if he was to offer those two daughters out there in hopes that the son-in-laws was going to take care of them and, and not let them uh, be raped or however you wanted to put that, I believe that's, that's something else because it says that he would have not, they would have not known a man. If they would have just been engaged, they wouldn't have really been son-in-laws at that time. Um, let's see, it seems like there was something else. I was going to, oh, yes, in, in, well, go ahead real quick. But that's certain versions, certain, mm-hmm. exactly. It, certain versions have changed that around to try to make it fit what they want to believe. In a sense, uh, I mean, seriously, if you was to look through, I looked through five different versions, and I was trying. To, I want to say two of them had changed it to where, and I want to say it was the ESV and the uh, NIV. If I remember right, I could be wrong on that had changed it to where it makes it sound like that they were engaged and rather than being uh, married already. But I, you know, and, and this is all just your stuff that I've looked at, but absolutely. Um, but it brings up good points. And, and, but as far as what you were saying, as far as uh, protecting guests at any cost, I mean, I can, I can see that. And, and I have an example as well that might pull that out as well. Mike, Mike had something uh, uh, a long time ago before I got down this discussion, and then I just saw Chris's hand. Right, right. And that's a good point. I, I meant to talk about that back at the beginning, too, as far as, you know, to our knowledge, we don't know if Lot knew that they were angels or not. Um, just don't really know for sure uh, as far as that goes. But, you know, it could be that he knew. It could be that he didn't. You know, but absolutely, if he knew that they were angels, they, these, <laughs> but, right, and, and I believe that by that point, uh, in chapter 18, by the point that the, uh, that 
he led these men away, I feel like that he knew that these men were from God at that point because before that, you're, when you're looking at chapter 18, you know, I think he entertained them when they first came to him, when he first fed them and everything else. He did not know who they were. But by the time they got done with the conversation and by the time they left, he knew that they were from God. And especially when he sat there and was, you know, in the latter part, that's what we just went over in the last part of chapter 18. He definitely knew that was, you know, that one was the Lord himself. Yes, Karen? And that, and actually, I find it very interesting you pull that out because, now, I've got to stop, but that's actually an example that I was going to go over and talk about uh, in Judges chapter 19. But just so you know, I'm going to be carrying on this discussion on Wednesday night because Jim's going to be out of town, and so you're, he's doing a good good study on the book of Colossians, and I'm not going to get into that. So, But, yes? Sodomy? Yep. All right. Very good comments. I appreciate your attention. Like I said, Wednesday night we'll be continuing on this discussion, so please try to be here.